Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is a really fun interview we have for you guys. I'm sure by now you listeners realize that Catherine and I love talking to other podcasters. It's always so interesting talking with people who are going down the same journey that we are. So today we're going to have on Anna and Rachel who run Castlecast, a really fun Disneyland-focused podcast out there. Only about, by the time this airs, I guess you'll probably have around four episodes by then. Um, but Anna and Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. If you could go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell a little bit about Castlecast for our listeners who aren't as familiar with it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so thanks for having us. I'm Rachel. And I'm Anna, um, and yeah, we're the two sisters of Castlecast. Uh, our podcast is, as you said, Disneyland-focused. We're from the West Coast, so that's been the park that we have grown up with. But Castlecast is kind of, the idea behind it is to just share the Disney magic with everyone. We want to talk about Disney-related things and just share that happiness with with others. So that's kind of what we do. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. I think that is a wonderful reason to start podcasting. I love the theme of that show. And kind of what keyed me into your show was that I listen to so many different Walt Disney World podcasts that it almost becomes a little monotonous at some point. So it's fun to get some Disneyland in there because we are recently became huge fans of Disneyland. Oh, yeah. We love Disneyland. (laughs) Definitely obsessed. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be kind of joining you in being obsessed about Disney World as well when that that, that comes up soon for our first trip. But, yeah, you know, there's just something about Disneyland, you know, being the original park, you know, stepping into it. You just kind of feel like you're stepping into Walt Disney's imagination, right? Right yeah. then and there. Like like looking at the historic pictures and walking where he walked and um, it, sharing in that magic is just gives me goosebumps every time. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. So kind of take us through both of your Disney stories and tell us how, you know, it might have started and then kind of evolved and grown over time. Um. So as the older sister, uh, <laughs> As far back as I can remember, Disney has been a part of my life. So I grew up with VHS tapes, uh, you know, Dumbo, Bambi, (laughs) and was lucky enough to be a kid in kind of the golden era of Disney. Um, And so was Anna. You were... You were born by then. Uh, But, you know, Little Mermaid, (laughs) Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Um, I I think that one of the first CDs I ever got was a Disney, like the Disney classics mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, no, I had a cassette tape of that. So it's just, it's always been there. Um, and when I was younger, I didn't get to go to the Disney parks that much. Um, like I can remember the first time I went, I was like three and then we didn't go again until you my were... first trip, which I was like six or seven. I yeah. Think. So I was like just preteen. Um, and then I didn't go again until I was a- after high school. Um, so that was always kind of the, the special, the dream vacation kind of destination. Um, and that just made all of Disney magical, I think growing up. And so that's why it's always kept a special place in my heart. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, same. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we grew up with everything. You know, my favorite dolls as a kid, I had a Pocahontas doll and I loved her. Her hair was beautiful. Um, and we, we just got to share in the joys of the movies and the music. Um, and that was just every car ride was that cassette tape. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, and I think, I don't know. I think maybe because we didn't get to go to the parks very much as kids, it made it that much more like magical and kind of mysterious to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when I got to go for the first time being six or seven, I was right at that age of just like running around in the park, being in awe of everything, seeing my favorite characters, getting autographs. I was so starstruck. <laughs> um and, you know, getting to return again as an adult, I, it didn't lose even a moment of the magic. Like yeah. the first time I stepped back foot in the park, I was probably, I want to say like 16, 17 years old. And I was, it was like the same moment of me running around and being like, we need to get photos with this character. We need to do that. So it's just, it's definitely always been a part of our lives. We, we do also for sure want to mention that, um, in particular, we had a, a family member, our uncle, who um, did recently pass away, and he was Disney fanatic. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he definitely fed our love and joy of the parks and of the movies. You know, he always would get us these the coolest little figurines and little, you know, souvenir things, and, and it definitely fed into that love and joy. So, yeah. He, even though he lived with us up, uh, in the Northwest, he would, he made it a point, um, to go to Disneyland every year. Yeah. So he was like, that was like our goal when we grew up and we could afford to do such a thing yeah. was to go to Disneyland every year. <laughs> I think that's so sweet that you had a family member. Cause for me, I feel like that person was always like my grandpa. He mm -hmm. ended up like moving down to Disney and retiring down there. And he ended up being like a bus driver. So that's kind of like my connection. So I love that you have an uncle who did the same thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I think if if able, he like for sure the the retirement, like going to Disney and working at Disney in retirement was was kind of the goal. And for us too, it's like <laughs> that that is where we want to be in old old age. <laughs> it's just in Disney all the time. <laughs> we'll see you there. That's yeah. our retirement plan as well. Yeah, <laughs> we have like jobs yeah. picked out and everything. We can all be references. Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> So I've got to ask, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what is the age difference between you two? Five years. Okay. Five years apart. Yes. <laughs> so that's what me and my brother are too. And I'm the younger sibling. And I've realized that my time was cut short on going to Walt Disney World because my brother grew out of it by the time, like while I was still oh. right in the middle of it. <laughs> oh god no <laughs> Catherine Catherine you're so blessed because your sister's like a year younger than you so y'all yeah. were always in it at the same time we always did the same yeah. thing we my parents would like dress us alike they still do we're going on a cruise we're leaving ah! tomorrow and we have like matching bathing suits and like matching like dresses like and I'm 25 what? like <laughs> that, should, that should not be okay what <laughs> that's super oh cute though. I love it <laughs> we definitely when so we did Disneyland at Christmas for the first time mm. um a little over a year ago and 
we did do the cheesy because uh, we went with our parents. So we did the cheesy um, everyone wearing a matching t-shirt kind of yes. photo day <laughs> i forced everyone it was great like we had the like older sister little sister shirt and then my dad had the dad shirt but my mom because she like put up the the most like fight fight <laughs> against it i got her the one that says like i'm being forced to wear this shirt i don't i don't do matching t-shirts yeah. <laughs> But it was so much fun. I don't yeah. know. You know, like, it was good. <laughs> you, you have to have, you know, fun matching days yeah. all together at some point. Right. Yeah, I would disagree with that. But I guess you know, <laughs> no, he's, he's done it. He's like Mr. Grouch about it, too, sometimes. But we have like ugly Christmas sweaters that my whole family wore. And he married into that. So he had to do it. I just like, walked like 20 steps behind you guys the whole time. Yeah, like I'm not with them. Yeah, like not like it's obvious. It's just a coincidence, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love no, it. Yeah. So that's awesome. So the idea behind Castle Cats, kind of, what conversations took place where you guys decided that you were going to go for this, and how did you kind of flesh out what the theme of it would be and what you guys wanted to talk about on there? Oh my goodness, what what a question! Because let me tell you, it was years in the making um we so we we used to do a podcast long ago when I was a young little teenage Anna (laughs) um and that was so much fun and it ended up ending just because you know we all kind of you know became older and lives happen people moved out of state so um just because of all those life factors, the the show did come to a close. But I've, I think for both of us, I can speak that we never stopped wanting to continue doing a show. Like yeah. it's just, it's so much fun to put something together that is you having a fun conversation and you know sharing that with the world. Um, so we knew that we wanted to do. A podcast and we were having a really hard time settling on like what is this podcast going to be about what can you know keep us in front of a microphone for a, you know hour a couple hours at a time and we don't get bored of it and we just you know it's something that we're passionate about and so we were thinking and thinking and thinking, you know, we had a lot of like really broad topics like books or movies, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's, it's so broad that it's hard to find your focus and find like, what, what is, what is it that you're passionate about in that? Um, and I realized I had been listening to a lot of Walt Disney World podcasts in preparation for us, you know, deciding to go to Walt Disney World. And I found myself in my commutes to work, to and from work, I was listening to these podcasts and I was like talking back to them. <laughs> well, talking back sounds bad, but, <laughs> but I was I was joining in their conversation and saying, well, from a Disneyland perspective, this is what I think. And it just kind of like hit me. And I'm pretty sure I called you immediately yep. while I was in the car. <laughs> yep, you did. <laughs> and I was like, Rachel, I know what we should do a show about. We need to do a show about Disneyland because there is not anything other in this world. I think that we could sit and talk about and have so much fun and just be happy about for, you know, (laughs) multiple episodes and for hours at a time. And Disney is that thing for us. You know, I, 
whenever I'm in a group of people or I'm meeting new people, the second somebody brings up like, oh, yeah, Disney, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hello. Yes. My name is Anna. Let's talk. And, <laughs> you know, it's it's just something that we both love to talk about so much and, and love to to share with other people. Um, so that's kind of where the the Disney focus came from. Yes. Yeah. Was, was just that moment of like, oh, yeah. This is something I talk about on a daily basis whenever I can. This is what we need to talk about. Yeah. So I guess, What's Rachel, you-, you just jumped right on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like as, as soon as she called me and said that, it was kind of this mode of like, oh, well, yeah. I know. Like, why did <laughs> There's we no think questions this? about this. <laughs> so we, uh, we, like, she came home and immediately were like, what are we going to call it? Let's, let's get this ball rolling. When mm-hmm. are we going to record it? Um, and like a week later, I think we had done our first episode. Yeah. (laughs) We couldn't wait. (laughs) Yeah, That's awesome. I I love those origin stories. And it's great that you were being intentional about it and thinking about what is going to be something that's sustainable. What is something that's going to keep your interest, you know, for a long period of time. And, and I think we're all lucky that you fell on to Disney and specifically Disneyland, um, because that, that is a great topic. And you can tell by listening to your podcast that you are very passionate about it and you're not going to run out of material anytime soon. Yeah, nope. definitely not. <laughs> so we got a hit on it. Your former podcast. What was the theme <laughs> of it? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let me take you back in time. Everyone take you back to the year 2008. Five. Six or seven. Somewhere in there. (laughs) And this little book came out that really just changed the world. uh, No one heard of it. (laughs) Unheard. Maybe you haven't heard of it. Um, But it was about the the Twilight book series. Um, Our original show was called Twilighters Anonymous. Yes, Yes. I know. Hold your applause. Thank you. Um, you know, we, it was me, Rachel and two of our other friends who enjoyed the book. And basically we made a podcast that was kind of a book club, um, Mm -hmm. for it. We read through the book all together and, you know, each book as they came out. Uh, part of what spurred us to do that initial podcast was that the first movie was filmed in our area. So, um, we ended up, you know, getting to visit the set and, and see things, um, behind the scenes, um, I think that's the what clicked us into like let's do a show yeah. about this, um, yeah. and it, it it's such a like a, a strange thing to look back on, but an amazing thing to look back on because that initial podcast, I mean, connected us with so many people oh my gosh, that yeah. we're still friends with to this day mm. that we would have never met without it. There's, yeah. It wouldn't have never happened. So, um, like the like the conversations that happened and the friendships that came from that are just th- what made that whole time period very magical. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it was it was something to behold. We we went to conventions. We met a bunch of people. We got to do a bunch of really cool interviews with actors from the movies and. It was just like a whirlwind yeah. of an experience because, I mean, you know, if you were a part of the fandom at any point, like, uh, you know, it was definitely that just I, I don't want to compare it 
to the Beatles necessarily, but like it had that kind of whirlwind craze fandom. I mean, I can still remember going to Comic-Con that was 2009. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that was the height of this fandom. And I mean, you were in a room with like (laughs) 5,000, 10,000 people (laughs) freaking out. Like, um, it was a, it was just a, a really fun thing to be a part of while it was happening. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan. Brendan's like over here looking at me this whole time because <laughs> I literally want to go to like all of those places where they filmed in the movie because A, I liked the movies, but B, I also think it's so beautiful. So that's on our bucket list next time we actually make it over to that side of the country. <laughs> oh my gosh, do it. Forks, Washington is beautiful and such a nice like they, they love it like they've yeah. embraced that the book was set there um and so it's this really small town with really nice people who you know back in the day when we went up there they they embraced it and and humored you and and made it so fun and welcoming yeah. um and the the native american reservation and the push which is where the you know like on the beach uh, gorgeous just oh beautiful God, part of the country um, so yes, you, you would not go wrong Do taking it. a trip up there. <laughs> this is so fascinating. Like, this, this was my favorite question whenever I typed him out. I, I'll be honest. I don't have very much interest in Twilight, but I do think it's interesting of how you did that for so long and captivated, you know, in the height of that fandom. And now you've moved on to Disney, which I think is superior, but yeah, that's just an opinion. But I, I, I do think that's wonderful that, that you were able to do that, have so many great experiences, and now you're starting something brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What is it that, what is, what is the team, what are the two teams that people are on, Catherine? Oh my goodness, Jacob oh, and God. Edward. Which one was I on? Do you remember? You were probably team neither. I don't know. Oh. Team neither. <laughs> I love it. I was on the opposite one of whatever you were, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I flip-flopped. Mm. Yeah, I'm, yeah not very, I'm not very decisive. That's true. It was Hunger Games. That's the one I was passionate about. Yeah, you liked Hunger Games. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. That was a great one. PETA. Team PETA. No. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Brenda oh, no, did not like PETA. <laughs> We should do that. We should do a full episode just on like team blank. (laughs) You have to pick a side and debate. Yeah. And debate. Yes. (laughs) So that's awesome. I love that. So coming back to CastleCast, can you tell us a little bit for our listeners who are going to tune in? I know they will. Kind of what are the episodes that you guys like to put together over there? What can they expect out of you? Uh, so we like to cover a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, every episode always will have, uh, the, you know, what, what's the latest news going on, uh, specific, you know, focusing on Disneyland, but then also the world of Disney in general. Um, one of our favorite segments is, uh, the shop drop where we, uh, like to highlight, uh, Disney items that are available, not necessarily even just through Disney itself, but through Etsy and, you know, stuff that we've stumbled across. Um, then we like to do a good deep dive segment, uh, on, we've, uh, 
so we're you know three episodes in uh we've covered the star wars uh park that'll be opening very soon now that we know the date (laughs) (laughs) um but we also done things like uh picking a disney uh movie or character and talking about where you can find it in disneyland and where we might like to find it in the future um and and then we have, you know, silly segments sometimes, like one that I've loved that I hope we do again soon is uh, Cooking in the Castle, mm-hmm. where we look for Disney recipes um, and try making them. <laughs> try being keyword. <laughs> and then uh, talk about the results of that uh, cooking attempt. Uh, so it, it's going to be just a whole like a like a plethora of uh, Disney tidbits and things Um you know, filled with the magic and love that we have for Disney. Yeah. And I think just to kind of add on to that, um, our, our focus in these episodes is to, you know, share what interests us and what we love so that we can kind of transport ourselves and our listeners to the parks. You yeah. know, I, I love that I found, you know, some of these clips of, you know, the Disney train mm-hmm. uh, conductor and, you music that plays on main street you know we like to kind of throw that in when we can because the whole goal of the podcast is that when you're listening to it on your commute to work or after you've worked a long day or even when you're just sitting at home and you're not at disneyland that you feel like you're at disneyland because that's Mm -hmm. where we want to be all the time (laughs) Yeah, and I love all of those topics that you just mentioned. I think those are all so interesting because they're definitely not like your typical just like podcasting, I guess, like topics. Like the food, I think that's so fun. And that's something that I never would have even thought about. So I think that's such a creative idea because even like when we were talking to our friend Erica from Stress Free Mickey, she said that's something that she likes to do is she'll like – look for recipes or try to recreate recipes. So I think that that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely been a favorite for sure. Yeah. It must be a Pacific Northwest thing because Erica, <laughs> yeah. Erica's in Canada, but that's still the Pacific Northwest. But yeah. 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 Ish. <laughs> so I just listened to episode three today, so it's fresh on my mind. So Ooh, Rachel, yeah. you were the one for Dumbo land, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that, wait. Uh, oh, the, the, no, no, no. That was me. That was you. Oh, was it? Me. Uh, oh. Like the big top. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Sorry, I had to remember. Yes. I, I went big with my oh, okay. goals. Yeah. Rachel my, was like, what could actually happen? Yeah, mine was basic, <laughs> realistic. Anna's was the dream. <laughs> oh, okay, so I had it backwards. So Anna, okay. <laughs> the trapeze Dumbo thing. That's amazing. I would love to do that. That would be so much fun. Right? Let's make it happen. Let's get a petition. We need, like, to, get, we need to find an Imagineer and uh... <laughs> just make it. Just make it happen. I mean, I think. I mean, honestly, maybe I should have come up with this idea before Dumbo, be, like the movie, the live action movie is being released very soon. So, but maybe they would have done it as a promotional tactic. Yeah. Um. But you know what? There's Dumbo's a classic. It's never too late. Never too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, this is like how long it's been since I've seen Dumbo. I didn't even realize that Casey Jr. is like from Dumbo. I know. Yeah. It, it, it was in, in researching for the story and, and going back it, that, yeah, I had forgotten too until I, you know, put in 
Dumbo and yeah, it's like, oh, that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah we had to do a little rewatch <laughs> in preparation for our research. So it was a little more fresh in our, our minds. So that was a moment of like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, we completely missed that ride <laughs> when we were there. Oh, yeah, we skipped over that. I think we got because we kind of lumped it in with the storybook canals. Sure. And I know people love that attraction. It wasn't <laughs> it it wasn't great for us. We were just I think we uh-huh. had just built it up in our heads because mm-hmm. we were like, this is something different. Like this will be so awesome. And then, you know, I mean it's cute and you know the storytelling <laughs> sure. is nice. But I think we had just overhyped it, which is never a good thing to overhype yeah, sure. something. So we got off and we we're like, all right, so time to leave Fantasyland. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find something more thrilling. Oh, oh, no. I, th- I think that's one of the my favorite things uh, of doing this podcast so far is for all the times that we have been at Disneyland, just these few episodes, the research that we've done we've discovered little bits and pieces that somehow we never got around to doing. And like the, uh, the train, uh, Casey jr. Is one example of something where it's like, Oh yeah, we should check that out next time we're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a history part of it that we didn't realize. And, um, and yeah, you know, through the research that we've been doing, it's definitely something that is going to make our next trip to Disneyland you know, different than any other. And that's kind of, you know, a great thing to know that because we're doing more research and learning more about the parks than we ever have, that each trip from now on is, is going to have something new, a new element that mm-hmm. we might not have known about, you know, before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly. And, you know, speaking of trip planning, you have a really big trip coming up to Walt Disney World. So kind of what – I know we just talked about expectations and hype. <laughs> but <laughs> what are you expecting or what are you hoping to do while in Walt Disney World? Oh, my goodness. I – gosh. It, I, that, I stutter because of how complicated the answer is. <laughs> uh, we actually have, like – because we know how big this is going to be compared to Anaheim – uh, with just the two parks, Disneyland and California Adventure. Now we're going to be at four parks. Mm. Um, so we have like an itinerary of each day, kind of like oh, wh- yeah. wh- what the game plan is, um, because there's so much to see. And mm. and we kind of are going into this trip knowing we probably definitely are not going to be able to see everything, yeah. um, even though we're there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I think for me... Um, I'm really interested in the, the unique land. So animal kingdom for sure. Cause there's nothing like that on the West coast mm-hmm. for Disney. Um, and just the, the, what are the subtle differences between Disneyland and the magic kingdom? Yeah. Um, and yeah, all, just, and all of the stuff that comes with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think for for me, yeah, definitely seeing each of the each of the parks, you know, as Rachel mentioned, we are lucky enough that our first trip is going to be fairly long. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's it we are going to have at least one day to focus on each park, um, which is very, very lucky. Um, but so seeing all the parks 
that are different and new. And I think for me, honestly, I'm probably going to break down in tears the moment that we see the castle because we've been seeing Sleeping Beauty Castle so many times in our lives and it's beautiful and we love it. Mm -hmm. But seeing Cinderella Castle, seeing a new castle is going to just, oh, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> I love that. I wish we could tag along because I just want to see yep. your reactions to everything. Yeah, I wish we were going. <laughs> we did too. Sure. We are going, we can... like, next week. I know, but not when they'll be there. It's not the same. <laughs> no, not the but... same. It's not better. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think you will, like you said, I think Animal Kingdom, for me, if I was a Disneyland person, that would be the one that I would be most excited for and then world mm. showcase and epcot too is yeah yes yes so great and it's something you've all Catherine has always loved animal kingdom i've grown in appreciation for it as we've gotten older the immersiveness i wouldn't say it's cars land level but it's close <laughs> okay uh, sure okay. well we loved cars <laughs> land because that was so different and unique for us so yeah. maybe that's why you say yeah. that for sure yeah so can we expect like some sort of review or trip report out of you guys on a, on a future episode on CastleCast? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And our Instagram for sure is going to be just non, we're probably going to get unfollowed from people that are like, Oh my God, please stop. <laughs> Cause it's, yeah, we're, we're going to be all over the place with, with sharing every single moment so that, you know, we can share that with others and, you know, I think a a big part of our planning episode that we hope to get out soon um, to talk about the planning stages that we've been in for Disney World is also to help people who haven't been to Disney World before, who maybe are West Coast based as well, who've been like, oh, I don't know, it's a pretty big trip, Um, you know, kind of showing you that you can do it and that it will be worth it no matter what. (laughs) For sure. We're excited for that to come. So the next thing that we'll jump into is our fast pass round. I thank you guys so much for sharing the origin story of Castle Cast and also about your f- past kind of endeavors as well. I think that's so interesting for our listeners and anybody who's thinking about jumping into podcasting for sure. So in the fast pass round, we'll just throw out these Disney topics. If you just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind so our listeners can get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, so I, I think we might have already answered this one, but just to make sure, name the Disney parks that you have visited. So I've only yet gone to go to Disneyland and Disney California Adventure out here on the West Coast um, and Disney World in uh, 20 days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, same for me. <laughs> so between Disneyland and California Adventure, which is your favorite and why? Oh... Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Disney California Adventure has parts that are amazing, um, but the magic, the classic feel of Disneyland is, you know, that's that's the key to my heart right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% agree. I love California Adventure. It's definitely got some of my favorite rides and attractions, but there is nothing like stepping foot into Disneyland and walking onto Main Street. And sitting on Main Street, like eating an ice cream cone and just seeing the (laughs) castle in the distance, that is a feeling that I will never get over. It will never get old and I'll never forget. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. 
So besides Walt Disney World, what is your Disney bucket list trip? For me, um, and we've actually been looking at all the different parks for our show, but for me, the one that I keep coming back to that uh, somehow, some way, I'm going to find a way to get there would be uh, Tokyo Disneyland. <laughs> uh, it just looks like one big, giant, amazing show. Um, and for me, between the two of us, I'm not quite as a ride goer as mm -hmm. Anna. Um, so the the shows and the, the different aspects they have there look like I would just be in heaven. So I really want to experience Tokyo Disneyland someday. Mm -hmm. Yes, and another Tokyo Disney <laughs> bucket list. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of you guys' shows, and I love that like almost everyone is like Tokyo Disney. <laughs> no, we're gonna have to change the question. To, yeah. Besides Tokyo, where do you go? <laughs> after Tokyo, I guess is the right way to word it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it comes down to. I mean, mine includes Tokyo Disney, but my ultimate bucket list is to be able to have step foot and seen every castle like mm -hmm. to step foot in each park and seen every castle in the world mm -hmm. um i i will not be finished in this life until <laughs> i'll be like on my deathbed and i'll be like i never got to go to hong kong I have no <laughs> um but but yeah that's definitely a goal and being able to check off you know the parks in disney world just makes me feel one step closer <laughs> and you know i'm hoping i've been kind of planning and uh you know budgeting if you will but i'm thinking disney paris is not in the far off future it's, it's yeah. i think it's doable we're gonna we're gonna make it happen so <laughs> yeah that's probably the most realistic next one on our list too yeah for sure yeah mm -hmm. so the next one would be your favorite disney resort and it doesn't necessarily have to be one that you stayed at um, I, for when I, when I thought about this one, Dis, Disneyland hotel, the, the classic, the original, um, just the, uh, going back again to the nostalgia mm. feel of it, um, that they have so many different suites with so many different themes. Mm. So, you know, no matter where, where your Disney heart lies, you will be fed by going there. So I just, I love the classic, the Disneyland hotel. That is a good one. That is a good one. Um, I had to go with the Grand Californian. Um, it's just such a cool building mm -hmm. alone. It's just it's beautiful. And um, I haven't gotten to stay in it myself. But uh, it's just it's so beautiful when you step inside and maybe just because it's a little bit newer and it feels like that new age Disney Um it's just, it's such a beautiful place, but I'm really interested to see how this question will change after we go to Disney World, which does have, I think, like, you know, the uh, yeah. <laughs> resorts, you know, like it's it's got the places that whenever anyone really talks about Disney resorts, they're like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. this one from Disney World. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to, because even though um, we're staying at the Caribbean yeah. Beach Resort. That's a good um, one. When, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. So um, when <laughs> I saw the pool alone, I was like, done. Yeah, <laughs> sold. Um, but we're going to definitely make a visit to each and every uh, resort that we can to like see them and, yeah. and experience them and hopefully get to eat some really good food at them, too. That, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the food. Yeah. <laughs> 
So next one would be if you could only fast pass one ride for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Well, this is hard. I love all the rides. So like not being able to fast pass anything, but is, is tricky. But when I thought about it and I was just like closing my eyes, I was like, okay, what, what makes me super happy every single time that I go on it? I honestly had to go with Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> I love it so much. I That's one of the rides that I've actually, when the line is short, I've gotten off and gotten right back on and then gotten off and then gotten right back on <laughs> <laughs> because I just, I love it so much. And, uh, you know, there's so many things to see and interact with. My all-time favorite is the goat that's up at the top before you make that sharp turn. Here's a little tip. You point at the goat. And then it is like super exciting times right after that. Let me tell you, it whips you around and uh, you got a point. <laughs> but you have to point at the goat. It's a thing. Pro tip. Um, yeah, pro tip. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's definitely my one of my favorite rides, and I would never get tired going on it. I think for um, so my favorite ride is the ride I would pick for this because <laughs> I I also have gone on got off gone on yeah. uh and that is grizzly river run in uh california adventure the rafting mm. ride um and i think it's just because you know since you're not on rails each ex- each rafting experience is a little different than the last you mm. know depending on where the waves are crashing and um and i just i love that ride so much so i could just go on a long long rafting trip <laughs> Over and over and over again. <laughs> it's gonna be very damp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes me think that you'll like the River Rapids ride in Animal Kingdom. Ah, uh, yes. yeah. I have to check that out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to taint anybody's thoughts, but like you, he's just biased because he doesn't like to get wet. Like he had probably <laughs> never been on Splash Mountain until. I mean, I don't even know. Maybe after we were married or something. No, I'm just <laughs> saying that the. I know track is not the river for Grizzly mm-hmm. is so much better than whatever the one is in Animal Kingdom. I can't think of the name for Kali Kali River, river Rapids. Rapids. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. You'll have to let us know which one's we better. Report Absolutely. back on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of sticking with rides, which ride do you think is due for either an exit or a refurbishment from the parks? I think for me, and, and and I say this because I actually really enjoy it, and I just want to see it have a little bit more love. Uh, in Disneyland is the Buzz Lightyear ride, um, Astro Blaster. Astro Blaster, yeah. Uh, it's I, I I have fun with it every time because you know the game aspect, but I think it just it it's showing some wear and tear, mm-hmm. um, and I you know I just wish they would. Give it, it a, up a little. Yeah. <laughs> Clean it up a little and give little it some TLC. more love. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, ooh, this one's hard for me because I, I don't know. I don't think that anything needs an exit per se, you know. Um, but I think for for refurbishment, um, I would have to mention, I love this ride, but the Matterhorn in mm-hmm. Disneyland, which I think it actually was kind of refurbished not that long ago but you can't really tell um (laughs) uh you know it just it it does break down quite a bit um and you know sometimes you'll you'll be going through and the yeti doesn't even work and (laughs) the bobsleds that you're in definitely feel as if they are the bobsleds that were there when the ride first opened (laughs) 
So maybe just a little a little more TLC for Matterhorn too, because it is a really fun ride. That one, by the way, is like absolutely one of my favorites to go on at night because if you get the outside track that comes around, you get one of the most beautiful views of Disneyland lit up that I've ever seen in my life, especially at Christmas. Cause you can see like, it's a small world all lit up. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Man, that just makes us miss the fact that we didn't get to go on it even worse. When we were there oh. in October, that's when it was being refurbished. <laughs> oh no. So we missed out on that. Which Something is for, for next time, huh? Mm-hmm. I dare say, you're going to have a new appreciation for Astro Blasters once you get back from Magic Kingdom. Oh, really? oh, no. <laughs> oh no. If you value, what was it that Sarah and Jeff said? If you value accuracy and responsiveness, then Disneyland oh, is the better no. ride. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> so, so basically point and something will happen, but it probably won't be what you intended. Sure. <laughs> yeah, last time I was aiming at the lady in front of me, the back of her head, and I was racking up like 100 points every time. <laughs> Wow, good tip, good tip. I don't know if she had, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I think it's just random. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It's a good ride. It's just, I agree. That could definitely use some love, some TLC. I would imagine, I want to see the video when you get into the car, because I imagine you try to, like, pick your gun up, and the ones in Disney World don't pick up. You can't pick them up. They just swivel. (gasps) Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay, good tip. Because, yeah, Yeah. we'd be, like, yanking on it. Like, what's (laughs) wrong here? Yeah, we got a defective one. (laughs) No, no. So just, we're going to just be tuning in. However many episodes you have to do to give us all of your Disney reports, we'll be anxiously awaiting for those. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's going to be, like, a 20-part series. So next one, probably our favorite question of the round, your favorite snack or a go-to snack? So for me, favorite snack, hands down, every time I go to the park, this happens, is the uh, Firehouse Dalmatian Mint Sundae from the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor on Main Street. Wow. What? (laughs) That was a mouthful. I've never... (laughs) That was so specific. (laughs) Or any ice cream from the ice cream parlor, but that yeah. one in particular is my favorite. That's true. <laughs> not not a single Disney trip has ended in some fashion without us going to the ice cream parlor. Usually at like eleven thirty, eleven forty five at night, right before the park <laughs> closes, yeah. and we're just like sitting on the main street with some ice cream. Oh yeah. Um, for me though, I had to, (laughs) I couldn't narrow it down. So I have two, uh, I cannot go on a trip without having at least one churro, usually (laughs) like three, (laughs) uh, and some popcorn. There's Mm, just nothing like walking down main street with some popcorn in your hand. And the churro is my go-to for like watching the fireworks and stuff. You have to, you have to have a churro in your hands have to <laughs> one more reason to go to tokyo that's like there are two things oh, yes. oh i gotta get there <laughs> start saving now <laughs> so sticking with food what is your favorite table service restaurant and your favorite quick service restaurant 
for table service, there are quite a few good ones in Disneyland, and we've we've gotten to enjoy quite a few. But I had to choose the Riverbell Terrace, um, which is kind of near Adventureland. It's just so cute. It's beautiful. They they refurbished it actually recently, um, and it's just so beautiful when you step inside. And the food was so good. We got to eat there as a part of their um, Fantasmic dining uh, special, which was just so delicious. Uh, that dessert, it was like a little chocolate covered lava cake. I don't even know. It was so <laughs> good. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely never forget that one. And it's one that's always on my list of we need to eat at a restaurant. That's the one I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I picked the same thing <laughs> for table service. Hey. I mean, we, we've experienced, yeah, we've experienced several other restaurants. Um, and it's not like they're all, all restaurants in Disney are going to be good, but, um, I, there's something about this one that there's a level of simplicity there compared mm. to some of the other ones. And it's just a calm, lovely, charming <laughs> dining experience yeah. with, as you said, I think some of the best food mm-hmm. I've had in the park. Um, so it's not one that, you know, people often bring up as their favorite. Um, but yeah, for me it is. Yeah. <laughs> what about quick service? Quick service, I love Jolly Holiday on Main Street. It's just, it's right off the side there, and they have delicious, like, tomato soup and grilled cheese. Like, (laughs) when I remember going um, for the first time as, like, you know, at, at like, 16, 17 years old, since first time since I'd gone as a kid, and so since I was in control of like what I'm going to eat and <laughs> where we're going, I remember reading the menu and being like, they have tomato soup and grilled cheese here. That's amazing. <laughs> it's just not what you would necessarily expect <laughs> at a Disney park. Um, and it's just such a cute atmosphere and they play music from Mary Poppins mm. and uh, it's just, it's a fun time, fun time. Yeah. Um, my favorite uh when it comes to food, food at quick service would be the clam chowder bread bowl from the Royal street veranda in new Orleans mm, square. Yeah. So it's like right by where you get off the parts of the Caribbean ride. Um, the only downside to this one is there's like not enough seating for how popular it is, oh, yeah. but the food is great. And even if you do have to kind of stand off to the side eating, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious and worth it. So that's my favorite uh, quick uh, quick meal place to go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sad because I don't think we ate at any of those places when we were there. So, oh, things back. to add to the list. So, yeah. you got to come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, next one would be your favorite character meet and greet moment. So, mine uh, happened two two trips ago. Mm. Uh, we were having uh, <laughs> breakfast at the Plaza Inn. Uh, which is a character breakfast. And um, I had finally saved up and gotten the Yoda backpack that growing up I always wanted. (laughs) And uh, uh, the character Rafiki was there from The Lion King. And using my Yoda backpack, he reenacted uh, when Simba is a little baby cub, (laughs) spread the stuff on its forehead. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh! So yeah, that's my favorite of all time. That was such a good one. <laughs> he he like already visited our table and came back and saw the backpack and was just like, "Here we go." <laughs> <laughs> It was so good. It was so good. Um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, I <laughs> couldn't narrow it down to one, so I'm I'm doing I'm doing three. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the first one is Tarzan. When I was seven, I want to say Ish, when we yeah. went for my first trip. I think that was like right when Tarzan came out. Around just that, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the treehouse had been converted to Tarzan's treehouse, which it still is, um, which is in Adventureland. And we went up, we went through everything, and then at the end you get to see Tarzan and have your little encounter with him. And it was just, I I was amazed. I was definitely convinced that he was Tarzan <laughs> and that this was super cool because he was just like, he like had the coolest autograph that was like this kind of really messy handwriting. And he was like inspecting my backpack. Cause he was like, what is this? What is this thing that I've never seen before? Cause I'm Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I remember it so distinctly from that trip. So I definitely had to, to give that a shout out. But outside of that, um, it's definitely worth it going to, uh, the launch bay where you can meet the Star Wars characters yeah. because Darth Vader is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> is he trying yeah. to be hilarious or is he just say. hilarious? No, he, he, he's, he is a very good Darth Vader, which makes it kind of funny. Because yeah. like, he, he does the very stern mm-hmm. interrogation kind yeah. of uh, interaction. Like uh, at one point he was asking me if I was part of the rebel resistance, but it was like, like I was almost scared. Like, am I? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He like, he definitely puts on the show and really makes you feel like you've stepped into the world of star Wars. And if you say the wrong thing, he's going to force choke you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which I don't know. I find that funny, I guess. (laughs) Um, But that was definitely one that I'll never forget. Cause my dad too, who likes to joke around about being the like, uh, the, the mean tough guy or something. He was definitely <laughs> like, "Hey, Darth Vader, what's up, my man? Like, I'm gonna join you on the dark side." And it, it was just, it was too funny. Yeah. Um, but then outside of that, the last one that I have to mention is uh, at the same dinner or breakfast that you mentioned, Rachel, uh, at the Plaza Inn, uh, meeting the fairy godmother yeah. was so amazing. Just the most sweet elderly woman who I was just like this is some Disney magic moment happening right now she wasn't even you know like let me sprinkle some fairy dust on you or you know that kind of extent she just kept telling my mom like you have such beautiful daughters and they're both princesses and I was like oh my god we are (laughs) I don't know it just like it, it was definitely a moment where I felt like a kid at Disneyland again and she just she definitely I, I think it's the magic of even though at that for that interaction, you know, we were obviously not the average, you know, like the little girl age mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, she, that she consistently treated everyone as either a prince or a princess, yeah. no matter your age. Um, mm-hmm. She gave you that magical feel. And I think that was really special. Yeah. I'd say for sure. One of the highlights from our trip was going to the Plaza Inn for breakfast yeah. Just because the characters are so different just every time. So who else yeah. did you guys get to see besides Rafiki and the fairy godmother? Uh, 
Captain Hook, who's always Ooh, one of my yes. favorites. Uh, Chip and Dale. <laughs> uh, Eeyore. Eeyore. Um, and obviously Minnie Mouse. Um, who else? Winnie the Pooh. Um, there was oh, oh the kid that, from Max. the Goofy movie. Oh. Max. <laughs> I was waiting for the. I was waiting for y'all to say that. My heart yeah. is broken. I know. Brendan wanted to meet oh, Max so bad. Oh, and he wasn't there yeah. the day that we ate. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. he w- That was, we've done the Plaza Inn breakfast a couple of times, but the last visit was the first time that yeah. he was there. And we were like, whoa, what? That's different. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I didn't expect him to be there, yeah. but, you know, he's just a rare character to mm-hmm. see. So, mm-hmm. Who's our rare one? The penguin from Mary Poppins. The penguin and oh. Geppetto. Geppetto, yeah. Geppetto. Oh, wow. I've never seen yeah. that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he would. We could not understand what he was trying to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> but he was cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So next question would be your favorite Disney movie. Beauty and the Beast. Hands down. Uh, for me, The Little Mermaid. Absolutely. Ariel's my girl. I love that movie so much. Yep. Both good choices. Mm-hmm. So kind of going with that, what's your favorite Disney song? Um, it's actually not from Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Uh, the song that for me, I listen to over and over and it just touches my soul is Go the Distance Ooh. from Hercules. Yes. I love yes. that song. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. <laughs> mm. That is a really good one. Wow. Uh, for me, I also did not choose a Little Mermaid song, even though I love all the music. Uh, I had to go with How Far I'll Go from oh, Moana so for good. kind of the same reasons, I think. Yeah. Like, it's just a song that when you hear it, play you're like i can do anything (laughs) i can conquer anything right now i am on top of the world uh and i think that's really what it's about so (laughs) i also like that song which is your favorite version when the moana actor sings it or alessia cara or i think there's even another one out there too moana the moana yeah i have to go with the moana character from the movie just because i connect it for I don't know. I connect it with the movie so much and like the scenes of her trying to, you know, get that boat out to sea and oh, it mm-hmm. just makes me so happy. But I do I do love any and every version that I hear, so. Yeah. So next one would be your favorite Disney quote either from Walt himself or from any of the movies. So uh, the quote that I use the most in my daily life <laughs> is uh, from Finding Nemo, Just Keep Swimming. I say that a lot. Um, but uh, as far as like favorite deep quote that, again, just touches my soul uh, is actually from Brave. Uh, Mer- uh, Marita, uh, our fate lives with us. You only have to be brave enough to see it. Oh. I love that quote. That is a good one. Um, I had to go with one of okay so The Little Mermaid is my favorite movie but probably as a kid the one of the movies that I watched the most was Pocahontas mm-hmm. and like I said I had my Pocahontas doll um, <laughs> and so I had to go with from Pocahontas listen with your heart you will understand nice. that's something that I think about all like a lot <laughs> especially when I have like a hard decision or something is happening that I'm like stressing about I'm like mm, gotta take a breath just listen to my heart <laughs> It'll be fine. I love that. I think Pocahontas, probably out of all of those princesses, I feel like she gets overlooked the most. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Brendan's making a face. He doesn't agree with me, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I we our last trip to Disneyland, we ended up stumbling upon this show at the like Princess Theater. Yeah, um, uh, Mickey's Magic Paintbrush. Yes, and which was a great show. And I remember being amazed when Pocahontas stepped onto stage. I was like, <gasps> yeah. Pocahontas get it girl <laughs> finally it's your moment <laughs> oh. um, so the next one so just this one's kind of a hard one because it's very broad I feel like but your favorite Disney parks memory for me that would be uh, I guess the third time I went to Disneyland but it was like the first time in a long time mm-hmm. um, and getting there so we only had one day so we got there before the park opened (laughs) like we were ready to get as much out of that day as we could get and just being on main street before the whole park is open you know so they're holding up the rope and you're waiting and then they do a countdown and then all of a sudden the music changes Mm. and they drop the rope and you can go and it's just like coming home and Mm. for me that moment is just my favorite Disney moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chills. Um, yeah, I actually had to say from that same trip, actually, and it, obviously it holds a near and dear place in our hearts because it was the first trip in, I think like at least, you know, 10, 10 years yeah. or so, yeah. almost a decade. Um, and it was, we got to sit front row for Fantasmic. And oh, it was yeah. my first time seeing Fantasmic. And I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I cried so, we, like the, the show ended and I was just like sobbing <laughs> into my hands because it, I mean, it's just such a beautiful story. You know, it, it embraced every piece of really every movie that had such a significant impact on me as a kid and you know seeing Mickey be triumphant and everything oh it was it was such a beautiful moment and to kind of you know round out this great return to Disneyland for us with that was incredible yeah I would I would throw in as a close second connecting with the Fantasmic show uh the there's they're still doing it now I think but they added the pirate ship into the phantasmic show and the very first time that we were there seeing phantasmic and they had added the pirate ship with uh johnny depp's or uh sorry not johnny johnny (laughs) (laughs) same person yeah you might as well uh but just seeing you know all these really talented cast members flying around and swinging on the ropes and like it was just so different from what they had done before Mm -hmm. um I think that would be like a close second on just like the magic of Disney really hitting home. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing those. Yeah. So our very last question is something we ask all of our guests. And it's if you have one piece of parting guidance that you can give to someone who's looking to either become a Disney content creator or a Disney uh, product creator as well, what would be your advice to that person? You know, <laughs> My advice for that would kind of just come down to just keep believing in yourself and what you want and and do it. Do what you want to do and what you love because the more that you're passionate about it and the more that you love it, 
that's when like-minded people will follow you and they'll find you. You know, it's no hashtag in the world (laughs) can make up for the amount of love and joy that you put into what you're creating. And I think that's why, you know, we, I mean, I was surprised at how quickly our little show has, you know, even grown to the extent that it has. Like when we had almost 70 downloads for the first episode, I was like, what? Because <laughs> we, you know, we didn't really like super promote or anything. You know, we, we did kind of a lot of the basics. And, and I mean, that might be tiny numbers to someone else. But like to us, that was crazy because you know i know for a fact that i do not have 70 family members that are listening (laughs) (laughs) it's gotta be at least one that's that's (laughs) only 50 of those (laughs) (laughs) but you know but but it all comes back to you know just keep believing in in what you want and as long as you're passionate and happy about it others will find that yep what she said (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. That, that, I think that's wonderful advice. And I think that is so valuable for anybody who's putting themselves out there that there is no kind of get rich quick scheme or anything like that. There's no hack to doing it. You got to just share your passion. And that's what people are attracted to. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I think I think too, like, um, just like little wins, you know, like you mentioned, that was just so unexpected. And that was so exciting. And, you know, that's, of course, going to propel you to want to keep going, just like taking those little wins um, and hanging on to those and then just watching that grow. I think that's just super valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and always making sure that at the end of the day, we're having fun doing something that we love to do. So, it, you know, it's that it's not a numbers game. It's not a, oh, we didn't hit a a certain download mark it's you know did we have fun doing it Mm -hmm. um and are we having fun with the rest of the disney community Mm -hmm. and if if we're doing that then we're doing it right yep absolutely Mm -hmm. so our very last thing before we head off if you guys could share with our listeners how that they can connect with you yeah, absolutely. So you can find us uh, primarily on Instagram. We have a really large presence there. And that is Castlecast Radio on there. We're also Castlecast Radio on Twitter, where we share like links to our new episodes and such. Uh, you can email us at castlecastradio at gmail.com. And hopefully we'll have a website up soon that you'll see uh, popping up on both of those. But I would definitely recommend checking out our Instagram. We take a lot of photos when we go to the parks and I'm pretty proud of most of them (laughs) so uh, we like to share those with everyone but uh, we're on there for our kind of social media and then for the podcast itself you can find us on iTunes and Google Play and we're working on getting on Spotify Uh, so you can check us out as CastleCast on those perfect Yeah. awesome well, Anna and Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. To our listeners, I highly recommend checking out CastleCast. I've enjoyed following along with the first three episodes that are out at the time that we're recording this. And yeah, so thank you guys for joining us. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. <laughs> Do you like Star Wars? How about Marvel? How about Disney? If you answered yes to any of these, we'd love to have you listen to our new podcast, Kingdom Outcast. We're just three guys chatting about news, topics, and events in the Disney universe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. 
Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.